Hello, welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins. This is a weekly broadcast about the Camino de Santiago, or the Way of St. James, a series of ancient pilgrimages across Europe, culminating at Santiago de Compostela, or St. James under a field of stars. The Camino is famous for being mystical and spiritual. If you're not necessarily inclined to be inspired mystically or spiritually, It's just a fabulous walk in beautiful scenery, surrounded by other pilgrims. Everyone walks for different reasons, some for clarity, some for inspiration, some to grieve, others to celebrate a significant milestone, others walk to escape or to discover. Some walk in groups, others walk alone, some start alone and end up walking in a group. It can take you anywhere you choose, to be completely honest. It's a case of slowing down enough to let the Camino in. Walk to the beat of your heart. My friend Jennifer Clough had a post on her Facebook page this week. A quote from Thomas Merton, sounds like a busy guy, an American Trappist monk, writer, theologian, mystic, poet, social activist and scholar. He said, Let us come alive to the splendour that is all around us and see the beauty in ordinary things. It's not easy to do, but the opportunity is made easier by undertaking adventures like the Camino de Santiago. I don't have a guest this week. From time to time, I feel I ought to take stock and revisit some of the reasons I walked the Camino and how it continues to resonate in my life. I'm a musician and I perform about 80 shows a year. Most weekends I'm performing somewhere. I love it. I live it, I breathe it. I played at the Sir William Wallace Hotel in Balmain in inner city on Saturday night. That night alone, I ran into four different people who had walked the Camino de Santiago. All spoke of the impact it had on their lives. I can't say too much at the moment, but there is a very significant part of my life about to be played out in a very public way. It will be catastrophic for a lot of people. And I have, these last month, felt a great anxiety rising in me, a turmoil, should I choose to accept it. But the Camino has brought me great calm. I can draw on it. And it's one of the great gifts you receive when you choose a pilgrim's path. Make no mistake, I'm far from perfect, far from settled, far from at ease, but I'm a heck of a lot closer than I would be had I not walked the Camino twice. I want to tell you a little bit about what I do besides this podcast and besides playing gigs on weekends. I travel a lot in my day job. I go to regional and rural areas to source and tell stories. It's one of the great joys of my life. I love the outback, the people, the places and the faces. Australians are very tough people. We're resilient, strong, hardworking, and it's everywhere you turn when you go outside the big cities to the country. I was sitting in a bar in the little town of Tibberborough, 1,500 kilometres west of Sydney, or 932 miles. It's about a 17-hour drive. There was a local guy at the bar. He looked at me, then he looked straight ahead. Then he looked at me again, and he said, you're not from around here, are you? And I said, no, no, I'm not, no. And we both sat quietly for a moment, 
And then he said, so where are you from? And I said, Sydney, Sydney. Another pause for a moment or two and he said, yeah, I could tell. And I said, how, how can you tell? He said, your hands, they look like they've never done a day's work. Now, I was going to say something in my defence, but chose not to. <laughs> and we ended up chatting all night. He was a truck driver who regularly drove to Melbourne and Sydney, a long-haul driver who decided to base himself out of Tiraburra so he could ply his trade on those vast plains of outback New South Wales. It's an area of about 150,000 square kilometres or 95,000 square miles. That's an area bigger than England, and that's just his little corner of the state surrounded by three little towns, Burke, Tibberborough and Broken Hill. He told me he lived alone. No woman would or could live with him. And he spent his free time at the pub, propped up at the bar. Not to get drunk, indeed, he drank low-alcohol beer. But he spent all his time at the pub for company. And many of us take for granted the opportunity to spend time with the ones we love, we cherish. And so it is when you decide to walk, One of the many Caminos in Europe, depending on who you talk to, there are 12 different routes. The most popular being the Camino Francaise, which winds its way from the French hamlet of Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port over the Pyrenees via Pamplona, Laronrio, Burgos and Léon to Santiago. You can choose, as I said, to walk alone. If you're inclined to seek company, as my old mate was in Tibberborough, you can always find someone willing to walk with you. Last Saturday night at my gig in Inner Sydney, a man introduced himself and said he lived across the street. He had had lived there for years. He saw my guitar with the Camino stamps on the front, cellos on the soundboard, and he recognised many of the stamps as places he'd stayed. He was thrilled to meet a fellow pilgrim. We talked and talked about his experience, how the Camino continues to call him back. He had walked, I think, from memory, four or five Caminos and was looking forward to going back. He shone when he talked about it. And there are good stories everywhere. My old mate in the pub in Tibberborough was one of many. He invited me the following day to watch him train his horse at the local racetrack. And when I arrived, he was driving around the track in his car, leading the horse through the window. We chatted again, picking up where we left off the night before. And he introduced me to his horse called Ezra Starr. I thought, that's such a lovely name. That's real classy. Then I went back to the pub for lunch and told the girl behind the bar about my mate and his trusty steed at the track, and I was impressed with the horse's name. She said, it's rat's ass backwards. I'm writing a small book about the Camino and about my life and about my music. San Martin del Camino is a sleepy village about one day's walk outside of Léon. The Camino breaks into two routes. The way through San Martin is by the road most of the time, and the alternative route is much more picturesque. Villadengos del Paramo creeps up on you west of Léon as you wind your way on a gentle path. Summer in Spain sees spring's late blooms linger, seeking a drenching of sun before disappearing as autumn and winter close in. A garden of roses loomed to my right and an old woman was standing on the opposite side of the road admiring the garden. Tan hermosa, hermosa, I said. So beautiful, gorgeous. And a wide grin lit up her wrinkled face making her appear 30 years younger in a flash. 
Gracias, Peregrino. Son, son mis rosas, mis flores, she said. Thank you, pilgrim. They are my roses, my flowers. And I put my arms around her, and she felt like a pillowcase full of coat hangers, the smell of old wool and onions. And I thought, roses grow in the most unlikely places. I chose the alternative route in 2017, and it proved to be a godsend. The small square in Leon opposite the municipal albergue is still lined with cobblestones, quite possibly laid by the Romans. They really ought to do something about doing up their roads, the Romans. And I hurt my ankle the night before, dancing on the streets and climbed into my paper sheet-lined bunk, none the wiser. By the time I arrived in the tiny, sleepy town of Ontina de la Valdantina the following morning, I was unable to walk another step. I had taken way too much ibuprofen and was feeling very ill. I lay on the sidewalk and cats crawled over me. We sat at a small albergue if they would serve us a cold drink and something to eat, and they invited me into the courtyard, placed me in a hammock, and I slept. Dr. Etienne, a spectacular human being from Belgium, walked past and wondered what all the fuss was about. The little town was pretty much deserted except for the small albergue, our hospitalera, and the six members of my Camino family who stayed with me. As the sun went down, they placed paella on the table before us, bread, wine, beer, and conversation. A German pilgrim, Alfred, joined us, and I sang a song or two. The sound of another guitar all of a sudden bounced around the cathedral ceilings. I turned to see a mint-conditioned, extremely rare Gibson 335 semi-acoustic guitar. I was gobsmacked. The 335 is one of the most sought-after guitars in the world, and here was one beside me on a timber bench in a small Spanish hamlet. The guitarist introduced himself as Jose Luis, and he was there to rehearse with his band. Moments later, the rest of the band showed up, including the hospitalera's husband, the lead singer. Half an hour later, muffled rock music drifted in from the courtyard. The Who, ACDC. The band set up in a small room off the courtyard. We're talking a building probably 500 years old. We checked into a sleepy albergue in the middle of nowhere, and here we were, standing in a room with a five-piece rock band, like rocking out like their lives depended on it. Drums, bass, guitar, two electric guitars, and trombone. And it was quite the night. Albergue El Pajar, Antina de la Valdontina, 12 kilometres out of Leon, a town of maybe 50 people at a stretch, but thousands of songs. A few days later, one of my colleagues received a text message from the hospitalera asking if I was feeling better. I love people who care. We slept well our night at El Pajar. The ankle was much better. The following day, we walked a short day again to Villa de Mazarif, where we stayed at the Albergue San Antonio de Padua, a beautiful place with a sprawling front garden, picnic tables and beach umbrellas. But unfortunately, it was also home to the grumpiest hospitalero on the Camino. Honestly, if you don't want to deal with people, don't. In 2016, I chose the route by the road, out of Leon towards Astoria. It was hot and dry, challenging. And it would lead me directly into San Martin del Camino, 25 kilometres of pretty uninteresting walking. But I practised my Spanish along the way. Una cama por la noche, por favor. One bed for the night, please. Over and over until I had it down. 
una cama por la noche, por favor, por favor. Albergue Vieira is on the left, just as you enter San Martin del Camino, and I waited in line with the other pilgrims till it was my turn. Una cama por la noche, por favor, I said. <laughs> and the hospitalera laughed out loud. This is the worst Spanish I have ever heard, she said. But thank you for trying. She stamped my credential and I thanked her in English. She said, no, no, you will only speak Spanish, mi amigo. Por el amor de Dios, for crying out loud. So I spent the afternoon in a hammock by the swimming pool, sleeping, swimming, sleeping, swimming. And a nylon string guitar, a Spanish guitar, drifted across the garden. Gentle voices singing beautiful harmonies. It was a lovely way to while away the day. I stuck my head up over my string bed. Four men and four women sat around jugs of iced sangria. And they sang lilting harmonies to accompany old songs, Jerry Rafferty and John Lennon, traditional Spanish tunes, and these people could really sing. So I grabbed myself a beer, una cerveza, por favor, and joined them. San Martin del Camino rests on a checkerboard irrigation network, and the clay channels start out about six feet wide, then branch out thinning to about three feet wide, and by the time the water arrives at San Martin, flowing right outside the Albergue Vieira, the canal is about a foot across, flowing freely, beautiful, clear, clean, fresh, Spanish mountain water. After singing for about two hours, the Spanish peregrinos invited me to join them in putting our feet in the canal. The water was gorgeous. We had our beers and wines with us, pilgrims from all over the world resting in the cooling waters. And one of the Spaniards said we ought to do as they do in the north of Spain, in Asturias. Pontus huevos en la goleta, he said. Put your eggs in the water. Por el amor del Dios. <laughs> Crying out loud. He put a foot each side of the canal and lowered himself down, so his testicles were resting in the water. <laughs> I pictured the men of Asturias. Who thought up this concept? But I figured... What's the worst that can happen? And it worked. Try it. <laughs> Put your eggs in the water. <laughs> Tunes rang out all afternoon as the Spanish waved their wand, making time stand still. And as we were called to dinner, Los Cantantes Españoles drifted off into the fading light to dine in the town. They were four sets of parents with sons who were particularly gifted soccer players. They'd played in representative teams since they were little boys. The parents became close friends and the four families walk a week on the Camino each year to keep the boys grounded. The sons practiced on an oval in Molina Seca. These kids in their late teens were freaks. A British pilgrim tried to sing a few tunes after dinner. I say tried because he was trying. He just couldn't sing. He held up the guitar offering someone else to sing and I grabbed it. I led with Neil Diamond's Red Red Wine. The hospitaliera emerged and smiled. I played Bruce Springsteen's The River and followed up with Simon Garfunkel, The Boxer. The hospitaliera said, if I play some more, would she be able to bring her mother to join? I said, see. Sí. More pilgrims gathered at the long table under a starlit night by a festoon of of bead lighting, 
An older man, a local farmer who drank regularly in the Albergue Garden, asked for Cat Stevens, so I played father and son. He asked for America, I played Sandman. He asked for more Springsteen, and I played tougher than the rest. He called me Jukebox Humana, Human Jukebox. The hospitalier's mother smiled, and I told her my Spanish was rubbish, but I was honoured to be in this town this night. Hola, senorita, I said. Hola, Mr. Banderas, said the hospitaliera, smiling broadly. Game, set, and match. I sang bridge over troubled water, and both mother and daughter cried, and I cried too. Perhaps the Camino de Santiago would be my bridge over troubled waters. The four Spanish families arrived back from dinner and were surprised to hear me singing after I'd spent all afternoon listening to them. One of them, believing I was Irish, asked me to sing Molly Malone. Well, I knew the song but not the words, so someone quickly Googled them and put the phone in front of me. And the whole place was singing, Alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and mussels, alive, alive, oh. Over the next seven days, I'd be walking in the street in a small Spanish village or in a city, and out of a bar or a beer garden would come the lilting memory in Dublin City, where the girls are so pretty. And we'd hug and greet one another like old friends. Alive, alive, oh, alive, alive, oh, crying cockles and mussels, alive, alive, oh, cockles and mussels and eggs. More and more I'm being hired to tell stories and sing songs. I do this an hour or two hour show. I tell a few stories, then I sing a song or two. And I was walking along the riverbank in the small town of Gundawindi. That's about 360 kilometres or 222 miles west of the capital, Brisbane, in Queensland. They were in drought and the town and surrounding area was like the surface of the moon. And there, by the McIntyre River, it was lush and green. A woman walked past me and said, Hello, Danny Mullins. Now, I don't expect to be recognised in small towns 800 k's or 500 miles from town, but she did look vaguely familiar. It was a nun who had taught me as a boy. She was down on the riverbank. She said she sometimes goes down to the river to pray. I said I'd like to sing her a song. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who should wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who should wear the robe and crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who should wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. 
Oh, fathers, let's go down. Let's go down. Don't you want to come down? Oh, fathers, let's go down. Down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who should wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, mothers, let's go down, let's go down, don't you want to go down? Come on, mothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who should wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, pilgrims, let's go down, let's go down, don't you want to go down? Oh, pilgrims, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who should wear the robe and crown, good Lord, show me the way. I haven't been Danny Mullins since I was a boy. It was nice to see her again. We shared our moment and went on with our lives. One of the Camino chapters of my book reads as follows. The way of St. James or Les Chamin de Saint-Jacques follows many routes through France, the most famous of which is Le Chemin de Puy. It begins in Le Puy on Valais and via the town of Ostabar, links with the Camino Francaise in Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port. I walked a slightly varied route from Lourdes to Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port in 2017. It was a kind of a a pre-Camino, largely to stretch my European adventure, to six weeks. Lourdes is both astonishingly beautiful and astonishingly sad. Tens of thousands of people suffering a myriad of conditions, hoping and praying for a miracle. Their loved ones carrying and pushing them, hoping and praying. Thousands gather each night in front of the Basilica to march together, in a candlelit prayer and song. And the novena crackles out over the foothills of the Pyrenees, the ancient chateau for Ludlords, towering over them from a rocky escarpment above. Arriving in town via the train from Toulouse, the pilgrim's office meets you with open arms, the volunteer couple behind the desk dedicated, gentle and warm. Climb the hill to Aquiel Jacques Larouche, they said. Hospitalello Jean-Louis will be waiting for you. Walking into the gîte, you could sense the kindness of spirit. It was a handful of euros for the night, a meal and a bed. Go through and open the doors at the end of the room, says Jean-Louis. Now, being at the top of the hill, the home opened out to a full vista of the basilica, the river, the grotto and the Pyrenees hanging like a curtain behind a stage. This was Lourdes. There were Les Perelines but a different kind of pilgrim, a pilgrim hoping the miraculous spring water would heal them. St Mary appeared to a local girl, Bernadette Subaru, 18 times in the 1950s, and Mary told Bernadette to build a chapel in a small grotto on the side of the mountain. The spring water flowing through the grotto became famous for its healing powers. Six million people visit Lourdes each year. They are collecting barrels of the water. People with 10-gallon plastic drums. People literally bathing in it, drinking in it, letting it fall over their heads. 
And walking through the ravine which follows the river, the architecture and surrounds are incredible. The basilica bells ring the tune of Ave Maria before chiming out the hour. And sitting on Jean-Louis' balcony after dinner, the procession, the choral cloud of pilgrims singing Ave Maria, was something I'll never forget. And faith is a frustrating companion. It leads, then discards you. It trusts and then distrusts you. In Lord, it was offering hope, hope at the very least, and solace in the companionship. The way of St. James or the La Chamin de Saint-Jacques winds its way past the grotto before almost immediately heading into a dense forest just outside of Lourdes. The great sense of sadness washed over me, being fit and able to walk a thousand kilometres of this great adventure on the horizon, when tens of thousands were being wheeled around Lourdes seeking a miracle. Life isn't fair. Whoever made the rules didn't know love. And the walk from Lourdes to Asson is exquisite. Follow the Gave de Paul through centuries-old villages via Lestel Betharam to climb via the stations of the cross to Calvaire al Chemin Croix Exterieur. The 16 stations of the cross are marked with small chapels and you climb steeply before you arrive at the small cathedral mirrored by life-size marble statues of Christ on the cross flanked by Dismas and Gestas, the two thieves killed alongside him. A snake crossed my path. I walked that day with a thought. Perhaps the Holy Trinity, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit are my mind, my body and my spirit. I may not always have my health and I may one day not have my mind, but I'll always have my spirit. And I remember walking out of Lourdes trying to come to terms with it all. I was humming something to myself. I saw you, Mary. I saw you, Mary. I'm putting the finishing touches to a new album right now. And this will be on it. Offer it up, share and care. Out of the blue, someone's angel calling my name, pardon my soul. Peace and time Leave the heavy stuff behind I saw you, Mary Watching over me Felt you carry us all I saw you, Mary Cry For me Hide from the sun, light in the dark Flame in my heart, above my head End of the road, lighten my soul Space and time 
safe and sound I saw you married watching over me felt you carry us all I saw you married cry for me flame in my heart above my head space and time Leave the heavy stuff behind I saw you, Mary, watching over me Heard you carry us all I saw you, Mary, cry I saw you, Mary, watching Felt you carry us all. I saw you, Mary, cry for me, for me, for me. Another couple of pages of my book due later this year, hopefully at the same time the album is released. As you arrive in Rabanel del Camino, you're greeted by the sleepy town rising up via the main street to the top of the hill. It's a welcoming town, a town where you could stop and stay, perhaps forever. And I'll get to that in a moment. But Refugio Gokelmo is run by the British Confraternity of St. James, and I've stayed there twice. I cannot recommend it highly enough. You know you're in a British establishment because they serve afternoon tea, milk tea and biscuits at four o'clock. It's very civilised. The first year I was there, I arrived early and placed my pack in front of the refugio to reserve my spot. Headed uptown for a cold drink. It was about 32 degrees and I pulled up a stool at the bar and asked for a clara con limon. Are you Australian? Someone said at the bar. Yes, I said. It was the moment I met Jenny from Cronulla. We've been Camino pals ever since. Jenny Heesh lives 45 minutes south of Sydney in the Shire and is a Camino addict. She tries to get to Rabinal to volunteer at Refugio Gorkelmo every year. Jenny and her friend Julianne talk about volunteering as a hospitalero or hospitalera in episode 15 of My Camino, the podcast. I just love Jenny and her energy and enthusiasm. And on this particular day in Rabinal, Jenny was ill. She'd been quarantined from the albergue for fear of infecting pilgrims and was staying in a hotel up the street. Our meeting at the bar, really, was a fluke. Monks chant vespers in the small chapel opposite Refugio Gorkelmo each evening. It's breathtakingly beautiful. And the bars and restaurants are friendly and welcoming for pilgrims of any age. The Camino de Santiago follows the Cal Real, where cars travel along the busier LE-142 between Astorga and Ponferrada. But if you head south from the chapel on Cal Real and follow Cal Calvario, 
you'll come to the LE142 to find other albergues on the other side of the road. The municipal albergue on the left costs about five euros a night. The bigger albergue Nuestra Signora del Pila is on the right. Now, stepping through the arched doorway is like stepping back in time. Ask to be taken to the room at the back where they have collected antique Spanish furniture and wool threshing boards. The boards are lined with cockle shells, which would catch the wool as it was thrown across the boards. They're only for show now, but they make an extraordinary feature hanging from the rafters, framing the antique furniture. And my friend Kim operates a small bed and breakfast in Ravenel called the Stone Boat. It's just a wonderful place to rest. Don't be disappointed. Put it in your diary. You won't be sorry. Kim has weighed anchor at Ravenel. Her energy fills the surrounding streets. It's calm, a stone boat. A second visit to Ravenel del Camino in 2017 was much more memorable for the fact it was the day after I'd contracted food poisoning from some tapas in Astoria. My friend Lee was the first to go down. He went down fast. I followed a few hours later than Brett, and it hit Irish Ruth later in the night. I won't go into the details. Suffice to say, we were very very sick. And we arrived at Refugio Gorcomo to find a British hospitalero wearing a t-shirt from a sailing regatta off the coast of the Isle of Man. Lee said he'd sailed at the exact same regatta and the hospitalero was very impressed. He suggested we needed to spend some time quarantined from the rest of the pilgrims due to our heavy night the night before and he put us in our own room with four beds away from everyone else. Quarantine and cups of tea is how I remember Rabanel del Camino. Coming out of Rabanel, I walked for a few days in 2017 with a young Spanish woman, fiercely proud of her culture, bounding with exuberance, the Latin blood in her veins, our hearts in her hands, and I was spellbound. P980 walking. Head down in a talking Cross paths with a wine glass wearing silk Tinto diva on her in the morning need a drink Narrow Dutch cigars Blue smoke in the mist Harboring smoke ring like a sling Red hair and brown eyes and barbed wire makes me sing Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I got a bite, I just got to itch Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I fell under the spell of a flame-head Spanish witch Send a telegram for smoke signals in the sky Touch a snow, a chance or two to smile Feet in the river and a judge only trial Shadows in the vineyard and pears on the path Crunching off the road beneath my feet Red hair and brown eyes and copper nails make me sing Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I got a sting, I just got to it Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I'm under the spell of a flame-haired Spanish witch 
she move around me She moves slow and slowly Like a holy card against my heart Broken man being led astray And that was just the start Blessings in a vineyard and Tears on the path Crunching of the road beneath my feet Red hair and brown eyes and barbed wire makes me sing Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I gotta burn, I just got to itch Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I'm under the spell of a flamehead Spanish witch Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I've got a sting I just got to reach Oh, 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 tell me it ain't so I'm under the spell of a flamehead Spanish witch Pale yellow moon dips, my halo slips I just got to itch under the spell of a flamehead Spanish witch. I ask my podcast guests from time to time for one word to sum up the Camino. I've had stacks of them. Peace, freedom, transformative, grounded, trust, community, love, creativity, connection, life, humble, inspired, and liberated. Patty Pye, an American pilgrim and my guest in episode 99 of My Camino, the podcast, said sensual. She said her senses were alive on the Camino. Listen to the bird song, the cowbells, the town and church bells, the crunching of the gravel beneath your feet. I don't listen to music when I walk because I want to be enveloped in the sound of my surroundings. And plenty of pilgrims want or need music in their heads to motivate them, to keep them moving. I'm a little different. I love the noises of France and of Spain. I say France because I'd read Bill Bennett's book, The Way, My Way. He spoke about the cuckoo birds in the trees as you leave St. Jean-Pierre Port. And I was walking up the hill on the very outskirts of town when I heard them. I was so happy. We have cuckoos in Australia, but they're pretty rare. But the birds just outside of Saint-Jean and just inside the French-Spanish border were something like out of a movie. It was magic. And I was so pleased I had the opportunity to hear them. And the other joy of walking and listening is the joy of conversation. I ask people I walk with or beside, and there's a difference there, I ask them, why are you walking the Camino? Often they don't know or they're walking to find out. Others want a holiday, others reflection. Some walk for redemption, for forgiveness, for the opportunity to discover a bit more about themselves. It is a chance for discovery, whether you like it or not. Believe you can, you're halfway there. Katie Trulson, in episode 43 of my Camino, the podcast, talks about just being. As each step hits the ground below, the worries fade, emotions flow. A new day dawns, each day a chance to let grow more, to sing, to dance. 
In cobblestone courts the music plays, thankful for much better days. Surrounded by old friends and new, my heart is full, my friends are true. And even though we're miles from home, not a day's go by where we feel alone. Each day I wake, so light and free, I finally found what it is to just be. A sign in a shop recently featured a quote attributed to Buddha. The secret of health for both mind and body is not to mourn for the past, worry about the future, or anticipate troubles, but to live in the present moment wisely and earnestly. He's on to something. I wrote another chapter about walking in France. And consider some of the lesser-known Caminos. Find a bit of space for yourself before you join the Francais. It can be a wonderful gift to yourself. And walking from Asson to Arudi in France was bloody hard work. It was only day two of my journey from Lourdes to Santiago, and I hadn't really gained any fitness, and it was steamy, heavy rain falling on a lush landscape meant often walking deep in mud, asphalt, goat tracks, quarried stone. And in Arudi, pilgrims are invited to stay with the parish priest, Abbe Pierre. You have to book ahead, as he expects Le Perelins to dine with him in the evening and to help with the preparation of the meal. Now, I took a wrong turn walking into Arudi and missed it completely. I was seven kilometres down the road when a woman on her balcony waved at me. Arudi, I said. She pointed in the direction I'd just come. Six kilometres back into town and I knocked on the presbytery door and one of Abbe Pierre's regular guests greeted me. I'm sorry, I said, I'm late. I was lost. I know, she said, the woman called us. The presbytery is actually surrounded by a moat. And the river runs by the old town and the church steeple rises up to a blue sky. Beautiful countryside, French hamlets, late summer flowers and more mud up to our ankles. Arudi is surviving. And the dinner with Abbe Pierre was gorgeous. A fish bisque, salad, fresh baked local bread. Cats came to the window for a blessing or two. You must try the local sheep cheese, said Abbe Pierre. And it was sublime. You know, the French ought to be placed in the dock. They have shared some of their delicacies with the rest of the world, the majority they save for themselves. Abbe Pierre tore bread from a loaf and offered it to us with the cheese, and I'll never forget the fromage champagne, the cheese in bread. I lingered like the cats, hoping for more. Pilgrims from around the world shared the table. Messi from Germany wrote notes on a piece of paper. He was deaf and dumb. He walked with us for a few days carrying an enormous bamboo walking stick, seven feet long, and he'd drag it, then slam it down to keep his pace. He said he liked to feel the rhythm and vibration. The noise drove me nuts. After dinner, we were given duties. Some washed dishes, others helped dry up, and a picture of Saint-Jean of Arc hung on Abbe Pierre's wall. You're Saint-Jean, Abbe Pierre, I said. No, he said. Come, I will show you my Saint-Jean. And he took me to a small parlour at the front of the house. And there, hanging above an old record player, was a picture of Joan Baez. <laughs> Can I sing for you? I said. Of course, said Abbe Pierre. We sing together. One of my favourite memories of France is sitting in that little parlour singing We Shall Overcome with Abbe Pierre singing perfect harmonies. Oh, deep in my heart, I do believe... We shall overcome someday. 
Great stories abound on the Camino for people overcoming all manner of things. And I recently had a feature piece in an Australian magazine, the number one selling magazine in Australia. You can buy it, Australian Women's Weekly. People have walked the Camino for thousands of years. Its religious significance stems from a shepherd in the early part of the 9th century discovering the remains of Christ's Apostle St. James in a meadow. And the Spanish built a majestic cathedral to house his casket in Santiago de Compostela. History tells us St. James spent time in the then Iberian Peninsula as part of his pilgrimage to spread Christianity. And he returned to Jerusalem, was executed by Herod, and his followers took his body back to Spain, burying him in a field. The Vatican decreed more than a thousand years ago that pilgrims who walked to Santiago were granted a plenary indulgence. Your sins will be forgiven. These days, it's less religious, more an adventure of the heart and soul. The Camino is famous for transforming lives. You don't necessarily have to believe it's true. You may simply choose to go on a long walk in another country where wine and food are part of the culture. Or you may choose to step outside your comfort zone to see what lies ahead. Who knows what awaits? There's an old saying, the real question is not whether life exists after death. The real question is whether you're alive before death. I hope you find what you're looking for somewhere along the way. There's so much work to do editing a book and finishing an album. If you're inclined to support me as I do so, you can sponsor me via Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins or via danmullinsmusic.com. My friend Jennifer Clough had a post on her Facebook page this week, a poet, Thomas Merton, also an American Trappist monk, a writer, a theologian, mystic and social activist, said, let us come alive to the splendor that is all around us and see the beauty in ordinary things. Thanks for your company as always. I'm Dan Mullins. Until next week, Buen Camino. Somewhere along the way, somewhere along.